Hey everybody and welcome to the HS Health Tech Podcast where we talk about everything healthcare and technology. I'm your host, James Somaru, and this is your weekly Sunday session. So how's everyone's week? I had a pretty fun one. So on Wednesday, I had an all-dayer at the ORUK office, so Orthopaedic Research UK. So we partnered with them on a fund called the Ronald Furlong Fund, and our first investment was into a biotech company called Renovos, and they do what's called a synthetic nanoclay gel and that promotes bone growth and you can suspend really powerful bone generating drugs into it. Anyway, so on Wednesday, I was at the OIUK offices filming some videos for Agnieszka, who is the CEO of Renovos. So that was a really fun day. Uh, Really good to get out and do some filming or something a bit different. So stay tuned for some uh, really good corporate videos from that day and also some hilarious outtakes. It turns out Arash, the CEO of OIUK, has got his eyes set on Hollywood after clapping the clapperboard in that meeting. So, uh, So we can all look forward to seeing those. And if orthobiologics are your thing, you can actually head over to the description of this episode to get Agnieszka's email. They're looking for investors and partners and all sorts of wonderful things to carry on their work. So head over to the description to get Agnieszka's email and get in touch if you are into orthobiologics. And so for bonus content this week, I thought what I would do is have a chat to you about... Forbes and that's because I'm a contributor to Forbes and that means I suppose well I'm a sector expert and I write about health tech for them so I've got essentially what is a blog on the Forbes website and I can post recent news and features about health tech and I'm sure a lot of you are interested in getting some of your news into Forbes and turning that into a load of cool content so I'm going to explain to you a little bit how I select articles to write about and hopefully to give you a few tips that might be useful if you want to approach me for Forbes. So tip number one is about founders versus PR agencies getting in touch with me. So a few people are a bit concerned, like, oh, can I get in touch with you if I'm just a founder? Does it need to be a PR company? It is absolutely fine to approach me as a founder. You do not have to be a PR agency. You don't have to pretend to be one. You don't have to get one specifically to send me the news. I want to champion startups, and I know startups don't have a huge budget for this type of thing. So get in touch as you. It's more personable. It's more personal. I like it a lot more, actually, than PR PR agents get in touch. So if you're the founder of the company, then please do get in touch with me with your news, and I will certainly consider it. Second tip is around writing a press release. So for me to write about it in Forbes, to give you a bit of an idea, I've obviously got a day job while I've got probably three or four or five different day jobs. So I don't have a huge amount of time to be crafting articles and and the rest of it like journalists might do or people that are writing big features. So for me personally, you do have to write it into a press release. And that's essentially just how you'd like to see the article written and published. So just write your story up into an article and send it to me so 
The benefit of doing that is that even if I don't choose to write about it, you can put that article up as a blog on your website. You can read it out loud to form episode one of your podcast. You could stick it as just an audio file onto your website so people can listen to it. You could chop it up into a load of different micro content for your social. So look, either way, it's not a wasted exercise then. So by all means, write up the article, get someone in the team to write it up into the article. And if you're the founder, get in touch with me and sell me that news. So the third tip is give me everything that I need into one email. So what I mean by that is I don't want to have to keep emailing and setting up different times for stuff to talk to you and all the rest of it. So the way to get all the information across to me to give me the best chance of writing about stuff is ping over some images in the original email too. So when you're selling something in, send me an image of the team, send me an image of the product, a few product shots maybe. So any images that you think might fit well within that article, send them in the same email. And also to include in that email is how to contact you. So what I'm gonna want is an original quote. So there's something that makes my article stand out. Obviously I'm an ex, a sector expert in health tech, which means that I understand it, I get it. So I'm not gonna to wanna to write something generic. I'm gonna write wanna write something really original. So I want original quotes to back that up. So I'm gonna to wanna to have a conversation with you. So that can be over phone, it can be over email. But if when you send me the news, if you ping over your phone number and some suggested slots that I can call you in the next few days, that is absolutely ideal because then it means that we're not bouncing back and forth, struggling time, find time to talk and risk it going cold. It means that I can just read the press release, pick up the phone, give you a call, get a quote, and hopefully write it up. So my next point here is about feedback and I'll always try to give feedback to founders that have taken the time to write me a press release and contact me with their news. So maybe not all the PR agencies that do that, I'd be here forever, but the founders certainly. And that's because I think that feedback will be directly valuable and you'll be able to action something off the back of it. So on those lines, I thought I'd give you the most common bits of feedback that I tend to give. And number one on that list is, that look it needs to be a story that the public will find interesting we can all get caught up in our bubble into thinking that everyone needs to know everything about what we're doing in our companies but the main thing that i measured on for forbes or perhaps the, the main way that i measure my own impact on what i do for forbes is views of my articles so it needs to be widely appealing to the forbes audience so when you're sending me something just have that in the forefront of your mind that it needs to be a story that the public will find interesting and i don't want to get caught up too much in celebrating raising money i think i put out a few bits of content at the start of the year saying that but you will see that the articles are easy to write and that's because they have big numbers in them it's very clickbaity but for smaller startups it's obviously more difficult to to do that because you're not raising 30 40 50 million so it is one of the, the, the bits of feedback I tend to give that, look, I do need punchier numbers to make the number the story. So what I mean by that is raising 150K isn't a story in itself. However, if you've done it for something extremely cool, extremely futuristic, if your team's crazy good, and if you've got that 150 from, say, NASA, and it's to grow organs in zero gravity, then okay, that's interesting news, but the number isn't the story. So here's the thing. If the number's the story, it's gotta be big, but give me some color, give me some flavor around that. So 
You could go down an emotive route even, you could tell me who it is you're helping, you could put a patient or user testimonial in there and a quote about how their life has changed, the effect on staff, the some quotes from staff as to how it's changed their lives, any, uh, lives anything along those lines, right? So make the story appealing. If it's the num, if it's about a number, make the number big, but give me some color, give me some flavor and let's see if we can build a story around it. But look, having said all of that stuff, I don't want you to stress too much about getting your story into national media. And I say that even writing before. And with a different hat on now, I think the game as a health tech startup from a comms perspective is just getting your key messages and your value propositions nailed first and foremost, and then communicating them to your users and your customers by any means necessary. And in 2020, what that realistically looks like is a multimedia strategy, and that's with video, audio, written, across vlogs, podcasts, blogs, your socials, all of it. So if you're struggling with any of that, let me know. I'm going to put my email in the description of this episode, So, and I want you to send me an email with the word help in the subject line if you're struggling with getting that amount of content out, if you're struggling with your key messages, your value propositions, and getting those to your users and your customers. I'm going to put my email in, send me an email with the word help in the subject line, and I'm going to send you something that might help you along the way. So there we go, that's your bonus content for this week. Uh, Bits that we've got coming up at HS, so our monthly event, the next one is March 18th. And that's with Zoe Peden from Ananda Impact Ventures. You can hear Zoe on episode 11 of this podcast. We've also got Victor from ML6, which is a, a collection of machine learning experts who do various projects in lots of different bits and bobs, like health being one of them. So get yourself on the waiting list for that event. It is sold out, but by getting on the waiting list, it means you're going to get early access to the next one if you can't get into this one. I'm going to release a few tickets last minute. Another good reason to get on the waiting list but the main thing is get on it because it means you're going to get an email for early access to the next month and catch up with this week's podcast and that was with ross from limbic and on there we're talking about technology to help with psychotherapy and you can tune in on thursday and that's to hear from my fellow health tech podcaster from australia called peter birch who hosts the talking health tech podcast out there in oz so have a listen to that and you're going to hear all about the australian health tech scene have a fantastic week guys